and I love the fact the way I love the way they handled it. It made me really happy, you know. Of course, the next year they ruined my picnic. That sucked. It's yeah, that's that's more effort than it's worth. Speaking of more effort than it's worth, welcome to the whip around. <laughs> oh, that's not true. We're we're worth every bit of effort. You go to find us citizens and we appreciate that. Right. And you know what else? A shave and a haircut would cost more than two bits. I guess sometimes people just say things because it's catchy or funny, Phil. That's Sean Hayes. I'm Phil Laporta. We do weird news. I do macabre stuff, but not today as I much. do I do science. There's a little sprinkle of it at the end. Well, that's good. I'm I'm happy little, to get a sprinkle. A little gory sprinkle. I'm I'm ha- I'm happy you're tinkling your macabre all over us. Well, that's more of an STD-sounding <laughs> thing, so no, no, I'm going to stop you right there. All right, well, stop me there, and let's find out what's up with you. Alas, you know, all shows have to end at some point, so the X's at the PA Playhouse is closed. Made good money for the Playhouse. It's always nice. And they had a... Um, it was, it was a, a, a new kind of process for me. It was very actor, go where you feel centric. And I, I prefer more when a director gives me like a skeleton and then we can fill that in. I get it. You know, and it's not to say I'm right, not to say that I'm wrong. It's just that's me. It's a different anyway, way of doing it. Yeah. So that kind of had me the, a little stressed and the process had to be fast. So that means we were rehearsing six days a week. Yeah, that, you were going crazy. So it was a lot. And like the way I'm doing the characters, high energy, whatever. But so I'm not. And the script was not like something that I bonded with specifically. But I'm going to say. It was worth that effort. Well, it was a wonderful show. But but in spite of that, I think that the group and I came together and I'm, I would say we put on a funny show. I think it was fantastic. I really I'm going to miss the group. Here's the twist. Uh-huh. I, honest, between you and me, I yeah. feel like I was ready to like be more romantic about the, not in the Valentine's Day sense, but more like romanticize yeah. the ending of a show. Sure, I so know. So it's like every, you know. We always, when any show I'm in, there's always like sign my program, sign my poster. Like nobody was really into that. Now they were. Oh, these okay. Are, we were friends. And we joked and we had fun, and I liked these people, and I hoped they liked me. For some reason, but it was, you were the romantic in this. Group. I guess, and like I didn't push it because I'm not the great at being the romantic, and so I don't know. Or, or it was one of those situations where I was like, "These guys are great," and they were all like, "These guys are great," except for one. You know, <laughs> probably not. But uh, anyhow, so I felt a little wonky that way. And then one thing that I did tell you that I wanted to bring up I was going to bring that up. It's like, maybe they didn't like you because apparently they were making fun of your mom? Well, what it, was the situation here? Kate tells me it was probably something where it was like, well, whatever. I mean, like, you know, you're doing really well in the show. Thanks, Kate. You know, and she's like, and, you know, you've been in, I, I don't know. She made it to make it sound like a compliment in a way, but that they were like, they're just trying to have fun with you. They're trying to bond with you. And so they, they just start, it just started on my mom joke, like a, your, oh. mom, your mom jokes. That's all it was. It wasn't okay. like your specific mom. Oh, is the, the, is the worst, you know, maker of summer berry pie in the world, which would be a fucking lie. <laughs> Hi, Diane. Um, I want hey, a piece Mom. of that now, by the no, way. No, but so they were doing that. But here's the thing. They have no way of knowing. And I didn't we weren't so close. I'd be like, hey, let me bring everybody together. Take a knee for a second. <laughs> let me tell you that there are several things that I don't handle well historically. And one of them is people. Making light of my mother. She's a, she's a wonderful person. She's worked very hard. She, you know, was the single parent thing. Look, historically that wouldn't have gone well, but you know what? I grinned and bared it through the entire run of every night. Every night there was at least like two or three ping, ping, mom jokes. And I used it as a moment of personal growth, Phil. I'm proud of you. To take my licks. I'm proud of you. 
And also, it would be a lie to say that your mom does not make the best hot sauce in the world. That is also true. Yeah, your mom and obviously they don't. And to repeat, they were not saying anything about her as a person. It was a joke. They better not, or I will beat the hell out of people. But for it was you. just interesting because there were there was a time in my past where someone had said that, and we're like, okay, here's the thing: warning shot. Next one, you're dead to me. <laughs> I know. And I have endeavored to be like a more patient person in a lot of different ways. You're I so never, zen. I had never thought to guard that particular entrance to the keep of my heart. But when it happened, I was like, okay, <laughs> all right. Uh, so that just goes to show how much I like them, too, that I didn't yeah. say anything because they were wonderful people. I will miss them. So if you're listening, Even folks, if they don't miss he me, likes you. <laughs> even if they don't miss me and my mom. Phil, I'm sorry that went on for a little bit. No, it's fine. But what's up with you? Not a whole lot. It's Everything's back to being fine and normal. Um, oh, by the way, thank you for coming to the show and giving me oh, my uh, you're cilantro. You're very welcome. Yeah, I gave him cilantro after the show because I thought giving him flowers would have just been It weird. was very nice. It was great to see you there, man. You're welcome. I'm always happy, oh. to, I'm always happy to come out and help yeah, you. Moving on. So um, I joke. Thank it's you. normal, honestly. It's, uh, it's middle of semester. Things are going okay. We had the first quiz last week I was talking about. Mm-hmm. I graded them. They did just fine. They honestly. surprised you with their fineness. Honestly, it's it really was better than most first quizzes. So I was very that happy. Be on a license plate, man. <laughs> well, no, That's but like t-shirt histor- for your class. <laughs> historically, like the first quiz is a little rough and a little oh, lower on the average. Historically, yeah. I said it several times. I think I overindulged. Now you're sipping out of my yeah, cup. You damn right. Well, I ascertain that you're a prick. <laughs> but it was better than better than most first quizzes. And of course, there were some people who struggled, but whatever. But like on the whole, on the whole, it was pretty good. So yeah, I'm happy. Like Ben Gay. Well, I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, preparation age. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, not a whole lot going on. I saw a great play at the Pennsylvania Playhouse. I forgot to tell you one other thing about that, but I'll wait until you finish. <laughs> um, other than that, happy Valentine's Day. We're recording this on Valentine's happy Day. Happy Valentine's folks, so, in uh, the past. If that's, your, uh, if that's your thing, awesome. If not, you know, happy Monday and Wednesday, whatever. Yeah, well, no, we don't have to make it a thing. You know? No. Like, we don't have to. Yeah, well, what else, what else did you want to say? Uh, the, I'm about the... gearing up for this musical audition, just reminding everybody. That's on right. Ma- you got March the audition 1st. coming. Oh, it's... Oh, okay. Well, now we all have a date to stare at on the yeah, calendar. exactly. Circle it on your calendar, citizens. That's right. Yep. So that'll be when I sing uh, to be funny in front of people live. And Wh- I'm supposed to do it in such a way that they're not like, that is very funny due to how shitty it is. <laughs> that won't fly. It's not supposed to fly. It's supposed to be on the tracks. Choo choo, the weirdest coming through. It's time for Jordan Rick Headlines! It's very rock and roll sort of ballad. <laughs> Big eagle's wings on the train. That's the sound it makes as it flies away. Oh, the weird is coming through. <laughs> it's time for train wreck airlines. It's <laughs> <laughs> the least sensical thing that's ever happened, and I love it. Good night. I'm out of here. <laughs> We're gonna cut this show short. Anyway, this you you know why I did this originally was there was so much weird news that was short and so poorly written, and this week I feel like exemplifies it a little better than most. Okay. Even so, I've got five. Unbelievably real headlines from the week's news, and one fake one that I wrote, and one hopefully to blend in. (laughs) So spot the fake and win the day. Spot the believable bullshit. Here we go. Duncan employee sparks debate after giving customer one dollar for quote Milf Monday. (laughs) Sorry, sorry, sorry. What the fuck? What the fuck? Sword-wielding millionaire releases cobras on busy road in Thailand. Hmm. Boris Johnson, quote, not a complete clown, says his new press chief. (laughs) Hudson Mayor suggests ice fishing could lead to prostitution in ice shanties. Obviously. 
Obviously. I've been saying it for years. <laughs> Fake recipe for cookies wins second prize in Pillsbury Bake Off qualifying round. Oh, oh, oh my. And man breaks into home, takes bath, eats shrimp, and leaves $200 for damages. <laughs> <laughs> You've now become such a good enunciator at these. However, let's see how that holds up. <laughs> let's see. Yeah, when right? we spin this wheel of speed. <laughs> Duncan employee sparks debate after giving customer $1 for MILF Monday. Sword-wielding millionaire releases Cobras on busy road in Thailand. Boris Johnson, not a complete clown, says his new press chief. Hudson Mayor suggests ice fishing could lead to prostitution and ice shanties. Fake recipe for cookies wins second prize in Pillsbury Bake Off. Qualifying round, man breaks into home, takes bath, eats shrimp, and leaves $200 for damages. Okay. Well done, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Well handled. Uh, trying to aggregate the best of the weird for mm. everybody. Yeah, Phil, you don't have to fucking define the terms every problem. Yes, I do. It's time for Trainwreck Headlines, and Phil reads a bunch of headlines after explaining what's going to happen, then does it fast again, reviews it, and then says, so So we're clear. And yet I have to repeat them all the time for you, you don't remember. What was the... There it you is. You know what? No, you don't. You know what? I'm oh. going to go, I'll just, oh, oh, raw dog my guess, Phil. <laughs> that makes you happy. Yeah, it does. With your, with your like, sort of... What? Uh, you've got, like, evil corporate Bond villain thing going. I got the black uh, t-shirt. It's a dark blue... Wait, is that my black t-shirt I put on this morning? No, I'm wearing rose-colored glasses. I don't... Who gives a shit? Anyway. Dark t-shirt, blazer. Just straight to bla... Dark blazer. Like, it's smoke. A, it's a like charcoal gray. Oil rig smoke and it's a black shirt. It's a charcoal shirt. gray blazer. You look, like you look like you're gonna lay off your best friend from childhood to maximize your gains or whatever. The last one's fake. Man breaks into home, takes bath, eats shrimp, leaves 200 for damages. Correct. That is not correct. That is, wow. That is real? <laughs> that is Well, real. look, man. Isn't I don't that wanna, great, though? I don't want to belabor the point. I'll even take another swing. Please do. Was it the, what was the, 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 I don't remember the wording, but it had to do with the Pillsbury. Fake recipe for cookies wins second prize in Pillsbury Bake Off qualifying round? Yeah. That is fake. Mm. Mm. No, no happiness exactly for that one. But I am no. proud of myself because it was down to those two. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. You, you, you took a shot and you missed, but that's okay. I will say, speaking of taking a shot and missed, I'm still waiting. Nobody's got it right yet. Other than Citizen, my wife, Nobody's who does little, not count for prizes. So no if somebody, qualify yes, yet, so if somebody can beat Sean to spotting this pattern, which if you look at the show notes and the fake headlines from the past five-ish weeks, you may spot a pattern. Sean. Yeah. The fake headline this week was fake recipe for cookies win second prize in Pillsbury Bake Off qualifying round. Qualifying round. Have you spotted what the pattern Hang is? Hang on. Say that one more time, please. Fake recipe for cookies win second prize in Pillsbury Bake Off Jesus qualifying Christ. round. I think I might know it. What would be your guess this week? I'm curious. Fix your pop filter, you savage. <laughs> yeah. And? And... Okay, maybe I, maybe I don't know how to articulate it clearly, but I am I let me try to get at it. And if I'm dead on with this, is it blank? You know, is it something like blank? Then let me take a real. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> does it have something to do with the first letter? No, it does not have anything to do with the first letter of the fake headline. I'm sorry. With a first letter of one of the words in the headline was my mm. real guess here. Does no, it have something to do with it, a first letter. It is not a letter-based okay. pattern. Okay. It's not a first letter-based pattern. Well, then I guess there's more time on the that clock. That there is, ladies and gentlemen. That's a great swing. That's a great swing. Warning track power, as one might say. Huh. You know, we're baseball actually fucking starting right now. Sorry, I'm angry about that. Anyway. Wow, furious Phil I'm sorry. over here. I am, I'm holding it in, believe Jesus, me. Jesus, with the hulking out. I'm holding it in. I'm pit Today was supposed to also be the start of spring training. So Sun's I'm, getting I'm low there, savage. Listen. 
I'm I'm gonna go stew about baseball, but when, Macho Phil, <laughs> a porta savage. Watch me, yeah, fla- snap it to some headlines. <laughs> Heck, no, That's a terrible impression, but <laughs> you get the idea. Yeah, so I'm gonna. Thanks for cheering me up, buddy. And when I, when we come back, yeah, <laughs> the, get down to WrestleMania. He's got his legs involved. You, you just sound and look know, constipated, constipated now. Yeah, a little but bit. That, calling me constipated seems to be a real fun hobby for you, so you can keep doing it while we go to break. Yo, Philly, are you tired of sports talk radio? Are you tired of trivia Wednesdays, morning bitch and complain lines, or afternoon sound offs? Give Potadelphia a try for a refreshing look at the goings on for the Phillies. Flyers, Eagles, and 76ers. I don't have a button. It was like Randy Savage if Randy Savage had stepped in dog shit. Because the, well, leg, the leg was coming up and you're like, oh yeah. And you're or he like, was doing like the, the tire run, but like to Benny Hill music. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, it was not, it was sort of. really a little awkward yeah. more than anything. But I it was still, it. the voice was good. I, yeah. The voice was. <laughs> It still matters, uh, damn it. Some kind of a like a weird red note <laughs> in my eardrums. You're welcome. I don't know why I wanted to call them my ear tambourine. <laughs> my tympanic tambourine membrane. <laughs> my ear tambourines are hurting. My ear tambourines. Oh. And I apologize for the 200 plus episodes of your ear tambourines hurting as well, citizens. You are the Brady Bunch intro of ear tambourines. <laughs> so what I have this week is a weird science technology anomaly more than it, it, I know. You're the an pop- abuser of equipment. Stop. <laughs> Someday those those shits won't be free, <laughs> you madman. So uh, it's a weird tech like anomaly this week more you're than a it is weird a tech anomaly. You're you're, you're you are bimbo. <laughs> so something has been you happening. Science bimbo, going to a new science focus every week. You fucking Doctor Hooker PhD. <laughs> so something has been happening in Seattle. Well. Murder, right? Two Mazda drivers. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Of model years 2014 to 2017. Something is happening. Yes. To the specifically these, the happening in this specific subset of automobiles. Right. So, by the way, you don't drive a Mazda, right? No. I didn't think so. I wasn't sure. Nothing's happening to me. <laughs> so here's what's no, going on. I drive a, a, a Maxima okay. named Black Dynamite. Oh, That's yeah. That's a good name for a car. Yes. My car's name is Kurt. It's convoluted, and I'm not going to explain that right now. So here's what's going on it's with Dwight's the Mazda. middle name. Dwight. Kurt Schrute. Oh, from The Office. Yeah. Never watched it. I haven't watched it in years. I just happened to know that's, that. That's impressive. Yeah. Where else am I going to say weird fact? <laughs> so here's what's going on in Seattle with these cars. As it turns out, when these cars tune into the local NPR station, KUOW 94.9, they were tuned in Cow. forever. <laughs> Say it right forever. Thank you. You just got sandlotted. <laughs> the radios got stuck, and no matter what the drivers uh, did, they uh, could. Did you say car radio? Yes. Okay. In these, in this specific model year range of a Mazda, right? Tuned into NPR, and they could not get off the channel. No matter what the drivers <laughs> did, they could not change the channel. They couldn't change the input device. Nothing. Oh, like you can't even go like forget it. I'll just like I'll, use a I'll CD hit the aux or, or anything. Or nothing. Right, go to the a... only thing you could do was turn the volume up and down. 
That was it. Wait, so you couldn't turn it off? Like, you couldn't just you go, could, like, I won't listen to anything? You could go you off. As soon as you turn it off, turn it back on, NPR. Okay. Nothing okay. changes. Okay. Um, that also, is, that is you disturbingly can't, soothing. You can't access anything else in the middle panel, so you couldn't access the navigation or any of that stuff through that console. So this never happened when it used to be like, you know, deciding the darkness on a t- piece of toast was the same way you'd like <laughs> adjust the radio station. Well, Back in our day. It's funny you mentioned that because that's – I'm, I'm going to jump, jump ahead to the write that. The future is analogs and cassettes. <laughs> so I'm not going to jump. All right. So the future is earlier. So the thing is what they did, they brought it to – at the, some point these people brought it into the, the dealership for maintenance and they said that the connectivity master unit or the CMU mm-hmm. had oh, no. died. Oh, Tron won. On all of these – So this is what happens in the aftermath of Tron. <laughs> now Everybody gets stuck on NPR. <laughs> the problem is even if you can find one of these thanks to supply chain shortages, they cost 1500 bucks. Now these units fail occasionally, but why in these specific cars, in this specific They're area, with this station. specific channel? Yeah. The answer has to do with file extensions. Huh? Well, colormeinterested.com. <laughs> so, hey, Phil, yeah. explain.exe. <laughs> Oddly enough, you hit on it. Radio isn't as simple as it used to be when you just turn the dial oh, and, and don't change I it. know it. Right? You, basically, you're changing the capacitance on the, on the system. Dagnabbit. And uh, I know that that's normally how we think of radio, right? But it's more technical now. And you might even be getting radio in HD. Oh, good. Oh, good. I which, hope we're in HD. Which means better audio quality, but also... If, Sharper images. Have you ever you noticed... I'm it. curious. In your car, when you tune the radio, does it show you things like the station ID or the song name on the radio? Uh, The station... I never listen to radio, so it will tell me, like, uh, Spotify, you know, whatever... When that comes up, it, it gets song you song information. Yeah. Okay, my car. When you tune into FM, it also gives you the station ID, and sometimes, depending on the station, it will tell you like the program name or the name of the song that's even playing. It's like the Truman Show, huh? Well, the thing is, there's more data encoded in that signal now than just the sound. That's the thing, and that's the trick here. And some stations even include. See what you're getting at now. Some stations even include album art. Yeah. So do you remember what I said about file extensions? Yeah. If a station is uploading things and they're just handling their files willy-nilly, it they... It m- back to porn, doesn't it? Kinda. If you do- <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's all about choosing the right file format, and if you don't go with the one... E-H. If you don't go with the one that the porn industry uses, you'll never... Dot E-H triple X. <laughs> so, um... I want some meh porn. As it... <laughs> Do British people make porn? <laughs> That's what it would be. <laughs> I joke for our British listeners. Um, so the thing is, the bricking of the Mazdas. The Britisons. <laughs> I like that. That's hot. That's hot. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I've been punished. So as it turns out, some of the stations, and specifically NPR, were sending those file images without the extension. So instead of like .jpg or .tiff, there was no extension. As it turns out... This particular Mazda system or this set of systems that was made and put in the cars in these years had no clue what to do with an image that it got if it didn't have the file extension attached. So it just kept it. It just basically said it's on. It's like, well, I don't know what this is. Let me reboot. I don't know what this is. Let me reboot. And it got stuck in a rebooting cycle basically until it fried that unit in the car. NPR, man. NPR. Hooligans. I know. 
So it's, Gre- it gets Gremlins stuck in this recycling Gremlins. loop. You're stuck on the station. Can't do anything until you get that part replaced. Um, no word yet for on... 1,500 or for so. 1,500 or so. labor. Like, uh, rather plus, meaning and I, uh, labor. Yeah, and labor. If you can even find the unit right now. No word yet on whether or not the radio station or the company that's responsible for handling those broadcasts is going to take responsibility and pay out. But Mazda has actually put out a service notice that when parts are available, they will re- be replacing those CMUs free of charge. So at least they're doing the right thing. So here you go. A classic case of a small, small mess up causing a way bigger problem. And it's a little weird thing, and it's a simple story, but it's tech gone wrong and someone making an honest mistake and not putting JPEG at the end. And now instead of a system just going, hey, I don't know what this is, the system says, I don't know what to do, and explodes. What do you think? Besides making me think of Tron. Yeah. It's this, it's it's something about it. It peels back a layer I'm not comfortable thinking about. (laughs) And I don't know how to articulate that in a way that has any finesse. And that is to say that, I have compartmentalized too much of the way that information is working. Like, it never just occurred to me to think, like, those things that are appearing on the on the dashboard, on dash, whatever, yeah. are not just helpfully embedded in some magical way that it... Do you know what I mean? Someone's got to do it. Yeah. Well, someone's got to do it or they got to automate it. Which I and feel, sometimes there's a mistake in the automation. Which I feel is the equivalent to back in like the 50s of people assuming or like little kids thinking that it was a little band playing music inside <laughs> because I'm sitting here going like oh yeah you know you just get that information the way they do the song like uh, so it's it sort of exposes something that I'm using all the time that I never think about absolutely um and it's sort of almost like all of a sudden I can see ultraviolet light it's like oh I've been missing out and been, what a fool I am it's like wait a minute this doesn't just happen yeah I've, so there's that and it and Tron it, for me, the thing that made me think of was like this, these little things that we take for granted are all built on systems that, you know, occasionally have a weird little flaw. And you've exposed this flaw, and I can't help but like worry a little bit. For me, it peeled back a bad layer where it was like, Oh, I didn't see it was all good. Well, but, I'm so. thinking to myself when I'm reading this, I'm like, Oh, I wonder what other flaws there are and how many systems you can brick taking advantage of that like what can you do by doing something as simple as as simple as delete delete a file extension and then boom 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 literally do nothing else really it's so simple and sometimes that that's uh that's a hell of a thing so that's where it went in my mind (laughs) that's a large scale meatball it's a (laughs) that's that is a large automotive meatball it's a big twinkie that's right (laughs) speaking of big twinkies oh all right it was a segue you fucking artist it's time for real or bullshit Mm. Science Problems Edition. Science Problems. Yeah. Now, Talk to me about science now, This is not the first time that a small error in some science or technological area has led to a much, much bigger problem. And I've got some famous little science oopsies that led to some much larger mistakes. Or do I? Oh, no. Yes. Are these scientific mishaps real, or are they just the noise you need to fish the signal out of? Mm -hmm. From Mm. which to draw the signal out of the noise. (laughs) Are you ready to play Real or Bullshit? Science uh, Oopsies Edition. Yeah, man. Color me intrigued. All right. Here we go. I think you might have heard of this. One of the most famous scientific mishaps was 1999's Mars Climate Orbiter. Buried itself into the Martian soil. Uh, Martian soil. Martian stool. Martian stool. Instead of, you know, orbiting. Real or bullshit? The problem was caused when an engineer accidentally left a zero 
off at the end of the orbital velocity calculations. So basically told it, the you know... Left the zero off, you should have been going 10 times faster than you are. Right. Orbital velocity. Okay. I mean, that sounds altogether possible where human beings and the systems we use might die. You know what? Real. Bullshit. Oh. And it was far worse. Oh, you... But why? This is the worst, one of the worst errors. Well, then I was right in spirit. In human history, it was a European and American joint venture, and someone forgot to convert from English to metric. And the we we lost bill. I know billions of dollars crashed. Time. I know, and so many people's effort. My very favorite word. Anyway, how about this one? In 1998, a radio telescope in the Australian outback recorded some very strong but very intermittent signals and could not track down why. Seemed to be coming from nearby stars, but the signals were infrequent in nature, unlike most pulsars or other systems that uh, oscillate with some regularity. And at first, they assumed it was atmospheric interference and spent many years and many millions of dollars to track this down. Real or bullshit? In 2016, the problem was uncovered to be someone running the microwave in the next room and giving the system a big jolt of interference. <laughs> See, now I don't, I'm not going to know these, and so I'm almost like judging them on their comedic merit. <laughs> that's okay. Which, well, no, it's not, because then it becomes like, well, do I say, like, that's bullshit because I just I feel so great about your comedy? <laughs> or do I say real? Makes me happy anyway. So either I'm crediting your comedy or your bullshitting skills. I win everywhere. Right. That's why I love this game. It's all coming up, Phil. Again. <laughs> and that it is. Okay. I'm going to say that it was indeed the microwave. It's real. Wow, that's <laughs> awesome. They tried. I wonder what they were microwave. Was it like always like a popcorn No, it bag? was lunch. Was it, it always? What they figured out was like the signal shows up around lunch-ish. When, and they're like, okay, wait a minute. The signal never shows up at night. So what's going on during the day? And it was like, wait a minute. It's the fucking this microwave. Is, and this is the reason maybe why they say like space smells a certain way. It's like somebody left something in the microwave too long. And then they were like sniffing moon rocks. And they were like, smell, Mar- you know, the moon smells like burnt popcorn. <laughs> Every time. Every time I smell burnt popcorn, I flash back to getting very angry in the middle of the night in a dorm room because somebody burned the popcorn and everybody's got to evacuate. Okay. Anyway. Did you just hit your head? Like, no. <laughs> so All right. Just, burnt popcorn makes me angry because it reminds me of stupid people who can't run a microwave and wake everybody up at four. All righty. Anyway. 1920s, Alberta, Ontario. The University of Ontario was working on a new heating system based on simple reflecting mirrors, all focusing on a tank of water, which was then pumped through the pipes, heating up the science building. When they were testing the efficiency of the system, it seemed like they were making way more heat than they should have, violating several laws of thermodynamics. Real or bullshit? The problem was later found to be a sewage line they thought wasn't in use anymore. When they buried their own pipes, the heat from the human waste going through those pipes was enough to give them the extra heat. We'll usually say real or bullshit at this point at this point in the game. Usually usually taunt me. You're not gonna taunt me? No. Well then it's bullshit. I'm starting to learn your tells a little <laughs> Can bit. Can I point something out? Yeah. It did happen, but it was worse? No, that was entirely made up by oh, me. Nice job. Great Thank comedy you. writing, Phil. What does that get? What's my score? One to one and two, one. Two, two and one. Two and one. Two and one. You're, you're doing fine. You need one more to be a winner. You need come one on, more to be a winner. Come on. I need this. Can you hear me getting stuffed up? Space travel. I'm so tired, I'm stuffy. Space travel is hard. <laughs> 
<laughs> with the hot takes, man. We're going to go the way of that Rogan guy. Traveling out and coming. Wait, stop. I'm cutting <laughs> no. that. I'm cutting that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am not endorsing not... him even by mistake. <laughs> Though maybe I can keep it now. Uh, maybe I can keep it now. There you go. I think no way tacitly or, or or explicitly should be used to endorse any Rogan ass penis supplement hawking <laughs> folks of whatever bizarre shape source or size. He's not a bald guy like us. He's or, a very different bald or man. sweat amount. Different bald dimension. Anyway. You were saying space travel is yeah, hard, right? Going hot, out and coming takes. back harder. In 2004, NASA's Genesis space probe was due to return to Earth from way out somewhere carrying samples of whatever it collected in the solar wind. Reentry started fine and it was coming down towards the Utah, Utah desert. <laughs> Utah desert. Oh, Phil. I got all folksy. Utah yeah, Desert. Let's call it that. Utah sure. Desert. And then it kept coming down and never really decided to deploy the parachutes. Although some samples were recovered, much of it was much of it was contaminated due to the um, rough landing. Real or bullshit? It was later determined that the problem occurred because some Lockheed Martin engineers installed a pair of accelerometers a backwards. <laughs> a bullet. You've invented a bullet. <laughs> Worse, actually. You've invented a kamikaze. Like a... <laughs> You've... It's getting these probes back in a... It's getting these samples back in a hurry. <laughs> you know what it's like when AI solves problems? So you go like, you know, you need to solve these like 10 mathematical problems in X amount of time before like the proctor enters the room and so the AI figures out how to kill the proctors they never enter the room uh, we need to get this back in record time like say no more <laughs> say no more I won't deploy the parachutes this digging time count uh, I'm gonna say that it's bullshit absolutely real oh, no Are they put serious? the accelerometers in backwards so it never felt like it was slowing down to those sensors you did your interocitor backwards <laughs> sean you two and two you need this oh, to be a winner with the drama oh my gosh why do i why do i get myself into these messes i know in september of two th uh, 2011 uh -uh. It's off to a great start. A team at the Opera Particle Detector at the CERN facility in Switzerland was well on its way to helping reveal the Higgs boson to the world. Uh -huh. Along the way, however, they hit a bit of a snag and recorded several neutrinos traveling at 0.02% uh, faster than the speed of light. Small, we but any speed over the ultimate speed limit is a problem for <laughs> physics. You know this well. You know You've hung out cheat. with me. No. So to their credit, they released the findings with a general statement. Basically, hey, we found this. We don't know why. Can anyone help? By early, 20, uh, by early the next year, they released a paper explaining the problem. Real or bullshit? The faster than light neutrinos were caused by a loose cable in the system that introduced a slight delay in the timing mechanism. Hmm. I see what you're saying. So time travel could appear possible if the clock is broken. Right? <laughs> uh, yeah, you, th you think you're going fast if I start my watch a little bit later. Exactly. It's the Jerry Seinfeld race principle. Exactly. Um, it's a you can't beat me now. That sounds intense, Phil, but it also sounds a lot like your, like your kind of comedy. But maybe you found it and used it because it appealed to your comedic sensibilities.
Wow. Wow. I'm in a real Laporta's choice here. <laughs> I'm going to say that I side with your comedy and that this is bullshit. I'm uh, so sorry. This is I'm 100% glad. real. I'm glad for your comedy. Absolutely real. Your it was sense a loose wire. Every, it to you, thank you. Everybody thought that was real for a hot minute, and then we all took a step back and went, no, 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 no. Hold on. Right. It was so funny. It was you like created something larger than the universe. You know, it's like you know, you can't do no. That's stop literally it. Literally, <laughs> not what can happen. It's like this is a rule. Like right. this is not what we should have found. That's you, the law according to the rules. It's like that. You 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 weren't even stepping on the gas that fast, so to speak. Right. You know. Would right. you, no. So it was really funny. That's one of those like zebras principles, right? Zebras principles. Yeah. Like if you hear hoof prints or hoof, you know, if you hear hooves coming. Yeah. Assume it's a horse. Right, don't jump to zebra because uh, let's there are more slow down. Yeah. And, yeah, try to let's disprove horse maybe. You know, yeah. before we go leaping too faster than light neutrinos. Yeah. maybe something's janky. Exactly. So check your cables out there. Don't turn on the microwave when you're making any measurements. And always check your optics. Absolutely. And uh, we'll be right back. Polish that mirror. I see a spot. Real genius. <laughs> Hey, citizen. Sean here, and I'm sitting with Phil against my better judgment. And we were just realizing that we should help you get in touch with us should you like to do so. If you have anything you'd like to tell us at all, you can always reach us by email, thewhiparound at gmail.com. We're also very active on Facebook and on Instagram, thanks largely to Phil. If you would be so kind as to share those posts, like those posts, send them to your friends, send them to your enemies, that helps us get into people's ears. Yeah, while we're at it, those reviews and not just stars, but also just comments and let us know what you think. And uh, yeah, we love it. Yeah, and then of course, if you love us, you can always bookmark the whiparoundpodcast.com as your homepage and go there for all your whiparoundy needs. I haven't even done that last part. Well, we're going to go do that on Sean's laptop machine, and you <laughs> come on right back to the show. All right. Well, Phil is going to sit in my lap, I guess. It's cozy. Mm. How, it's, how silly is that? I love it, and I love the fact the way I love the way they handled it. It made me really happy, you know? Of course, the next year they ruined my picnic. That sucked. Welcome back to the Whip Around, where Phil often waxes poetically about, uh, well, he went from Hadron Colliders to some sad picnic imagery. I, I don't know. Um, but now it is time to move on with the show and just wonder how that all went. It is now Act 3. It is time for the fastest part of the show. Three for the row. That time of the show, we talk about the things we didn't have time to talk about during the regular run of the show or and or that didn't fit in with the theme of the show, such as it is. So Phil and I are going to volley back and forth uh, three turns apiece, talking about real weird news stories that are burning holes in our brains. Once the 30-second turn is up, you hear something a little bit like this, which is Destiny the Decibel, played ever so corporate by <laughs> Phil in his evil Lex Luthor gear, signifying it's time to shut the fuck up and move on to the next person. Once you hear that shirt. happen, six times total, I guess, uh, that'll mean that's it. That's time for uh, for us to just be done with this and move on to the tiny bits at the end of the show that are still very entertaining. Check them out. Flavor crystals of weird news. But after <laughs> Phil did so much work throughout the entire episode, I'm imagining he's uh, due for a 30-second break. Union rules and all. So, uh, Phil, do you have anything that you wanted to ask me? What flavor are our, our flavor crystals? They would be ore flavor, Phil. <laughs> Clearly, they would be ore flavor. <laughs> are, is it flavor crystals or are we flavor blasted? We're flavor child miners in Indiana Jones and the Temple of <laughs> Felch, Felcher, Filt, Filt Spar. What are the science insults? 
Twiz Pipe. Go. Jim Jones at the Temple of Twiz Pipe. <laughs> in return to the Creeper News. <laughs> Fuck. In return to Creeper News, a man in Ireland was arrested and faces Woo. stiff penalties after dropping off a corpse at his local post office. Oh my. Declan Hoffney, I guess, of Poulton Road in Carlo has been charged with two counts of deception. It translates into American as fraud. Now, Declan insists JD, the elderly corpse, was, quote, very much alive when he left him like a sack of Irish potato jokes at the post. But authorities suspect this has something to do with the clumsy attempt at identity theft and plain old greed as Declan was attempting to continue profiting from the dead fellow's pension checks. Ah. Aha! Oh shit, why could this have happened in March? A leprechaun joke now won't work. Fuck it. Declan, you wee prick. <laughs> In there, I fixed it, news. Uh, Anna Leperskaya's painting, Three Figures, was on loan just hanging around at the Yeltsin Center in Yekaterinburg, Russia. The painting is an avant-garde piece of three abstract faceless figures looking out of the canvas. That is, they weren't faceless until last month when visitors spotted eyes doodled onto the faceless visages, visages ruining a $1.4 million painting. The culprit wasn't some bored kid visiting the art museum. No, it was a bored security guard. Security guard who's unidentified other than he's 60 years old and worked in a private uh, security firm contracted by the gallery. Not only that, I was his first day on the job and it was done with one of the center's own pencils. Motives are unknown, but the representative gallery thinks it was a momentary lapse. Sanity suspect have been arrested, faced fine three months of jail at Katerinburg. And reports that he was quite aggressive and made it clear he didn't like the investigation. Uh, yeah, I'm sure that if the Russian Gestapo was coming to vanish me for doodling outside the lines, I'd be a little upset too. And in Slather Me in Ketchup and Call Me Your Lover news, yes, that's the lead-in, Idaho's powerful potato control board, the quite filling and lovely with chives, Idaho Potato Commission, celebrated Valentine's Day this year by seducing our spud-loving noses. How? With sexy fried potatoes, of course. Seems the mighty IPC released a limited run of frites by Idaho. Frites. <laughs> An actual perfume, quote, made from distilled Idaho potatoes and essential oils and is designed to smell like a fresh plate of french fries. And at $1.89 for a four-inch tall bottle of eau de fry, it was a steal for the several minutes frites was available. Oh, that's Good deal. Now that a giveaway in the IPC's Insta is closed, it's the secondary potato market for the rest of us, alas. Oh, bummer. In uh, speaking of the Gestapo news, uh, Representative oh. I know Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene is at it again. Oh. Everyone's favorite completely insane, conspiracy-loving, anti-Semitic, and duly elected congresswoman has publicly proved herself to be ignorant once again. Instead of saying Jewish space lasers were causing wildfires in California, yeah, she said that. She said, "Quote: Now we have Nancy Pelosi's Gazpacho police spying on members of Congress. In trying to be her normal ignorance into herself, she's compared the Capitol Police not to the Gestapo, a secret Nazi police force, but the Gazpacho, which is a lovely Spanish cold tomato soup. Needless to say, beyond the obvious misconstruing the truth and all, it's prompted so much fun." Jose Andres uh, uh, replied saying he created them in nineteen in 1993 to make sure no one messes with his favorite soup. But possibly the most appropriate joke so far came from the Guardian newspaper who reached out to Larry Thomas, famous for playing the soup Nazi on Seinfeld. Quote, I knew as soon as she actually used the name of a soup, I was in trouble. Thomas says also when he when Green made the soup Nazi retort on Twitter, he said, quote, I'm sure somebody wrote that for her. She can't possibly be that funny. And it's not just for annoying people on social media anymore news. Wordle, everyone's favorite thing to mutter who gives a shit about as they scroll their news feeds, has indirectly rescued a Chicago woman from a hostage situation. Uh, yep, when 80-year-old Denise Holt failed to send her daily fucking Wordle screen to her eldest adult daughter, the kiddo smelled trouble, should have been relieved. And she was right, as Holt had woken up at 1 a.m. to see a, quote, naked bloody man in her apartment Whoa. who dragged Holt to the basement, locked her in a bathroom where Holt sat for 17 hours, Whoa. never knowing why. Cops came for a wellness check and long, scary story shorts SWAT agents encountered, quote, 32-year-old James H. Davis III, armed with knives in an upstairs bedroom, and used a stun gun to subdue him. Holt was shaken but unharmed, which just enough to make me tip my hat just this once to Wordle. <laughs> 
Yeah, don't wait that 24 hours to do that wellness check. And finally, in other people we shouldn't listen to news. Some people really want to have kids, and some people really care about the gender, dumb as that is to me. Uh, it was a fervent wish of a Jane Doe, the other JD, who was pregnant and showed up at Lady Reading Hospital in Pakistan with, well, she already had three girls, and she was really wanting a boy. What with her husband threatening to leave her if she didn't give him a son? Decided oh to talk to a local Amil, or faith healer, who said she could have a little dude if she just recited some chants and, uh, oh, hammer a nail into her skull. Doctors looked at the thing and determined that there's no way she did it herself. They removed the nail, but didn't call the police. Instead, posted the x-ray images online. Fortunately, the Peshawar police saw the images and are now looking for the hammer-happy faith healer, investigating why the hospital went to Twitter and not the police first. Well, all of a sudden, U.S. healthcare doesn't sound so bad. You ended on that. <laughs> I chose to end on that. That was your dismount. <laughs> Your comedic <laughs> My dismount. comedic dismount. Look at the outfit you're wearing. <laughs> it's and consider what you've done, Lex Luthor. <laughs> Can I say something about that last story? Yes, sir. Please. The part that upsets me. <laughs> Which part of that? The most, I should say. Okay. The part that upsets me the most is that it apparently crossed no one's minds that as long as we're assigning blame unscientifically... Why is none going to him? him like, why the, is he like, hey, if you can't cook me up a boy? Oh, the husband? Yeah. It's like, well, as long as we're just pretending we have no inkling how science works at all, or maybe you don't understand, why is the presumption know. that it's her fault? I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, even yes, in your dumb, like folk medicine world, it's like, no, if you're going to be pissy and weird. Yeah. The guy isn't making guys, if you want to think about it like that. Yeah. You fucking dipshit. I know. Thank you for your further comedic dismount. <laughs> there. That's called a double down. <laughs> there you go. That's that's our doubles routine, ladies and gentlemen, that's with right. no doping, by the way. That is right. No doping. Hold on. Just two dopes. Hold on. <laughs> Never mind. Sean's doping right now. Do <laughs> uh, you want to go ahead and plug something Phil? sure you know who doesn't dope and does a podcast that's kind of dope potadelphia wow oh wow. and it's even I'm, about sports it is talk that about was, that as a scandal exactly because they had the you'll probably be talking about the russian uh, doping scandal. i'm sure they'll be talking about the sixers uh trading uh finally getting rid of ben simmons Jeez, finally getting rid of that uh james harden could could bring you the championship sixers fans but yes all philly oh, sports philly all the sports. time with the philly attitude with the nets of basketball that and pucks and nets yeah and, and no baseball, baseball god damn it fuck you major league baseball owners that's correct but you know not don't fuck you know not. both dave and juicy <laughs> every wednesday we're fine pods are cast listen to them after you give us one two twelve listens uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and put you back on the spot and suggest that you uh, plug your lady wife. <laughs> and I now remember why I usually plug Donatella. <laughs> Sean's remembering why we have a certain order of things because it would be super weird if we said it the other way around. So I'd like to plug my wife. The As magi- you should. <laughs> The magician's assistant. I'm actually kind of blushing. Like, 
Oh, you're so, oh, you're so sweet. Uh, the magician's assistant Facebook page and Etsy shop, and the redhead, redheaded tailor on the tick and the talk and the Insta and the gram. Uh, check her out for all kinds of things. If you need a late Valentine's gift to make up for a fuck up, you know, give you her go. a call. There, there you go. go. There you go. There you go. Uh, and of course, tailoring and things like that. I know we're getting back into con festival season, and uh, Ren fairs are down the road in the summer. But hey, they're down the cobblestone path. They, w- w- not even at that point. They're on. They're down the dirt packed. That that, that it is. Path. And and if you want to walk down that path in and if you want to walk down that path a lot in, of ninjas at in some, this year. <laughs> if you want to walk down that path in some absolutely fantastic Broadway and Hollywood level talent garb, you know who to call. Can I, I had a segue in there too. Hey. Hey. You know who is a super ultra awesome fan of the whip around? I can think of only one. My mom. But also, look, I have a sense I can think of, of two now. I have a good one, right? That's right? Good. That was good. Yeah. Now let's never fucking do it again. <laughs> Instead, let's uh, ex- let's 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 cry out the glory and the wonder that is Citizen Gabby. <laughs> you know, it's like kazoo's are like this. It works because you, there's this sort of Renfair town crier thing you had going on. And let's be honest, if we were throwing a Renfair, you and I, we'd pretty much only be able to afford kazoo's. Why? Why? Anyway, Why check out now Citizen Gabby. Now you're going Gabby. rhapsodic on kazoos <laughs> and economics? The socioeconomic <laughs> impact of kazoos check out on Citizen, Renfair check fans? Out, check out Citizen Of which I'm really only kind of check out a Citizen, fan of either one. Citizen Gabby on TikTok and Instagram for all of your fantastic Did art. Queen Elizabeth fantastic, know what a kazoo Fantastic like? whip-around themed shirt ideas and, and, Actually, and shirt designs. Actually, the Renfair things are that... <laughs> like, they do have that little... <laughs> Once again, you're like <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? It's like Bugs Bunny kind of instrument underneath, like the Queen's French horn. <laughs> My nuts. My nuts. No, M I nuts. M I nuts. M D. Get up here. Get back in the ring, you piece of shit. Sit up, you son of a bitch. Because Shawnee loves you. And we love you out there, citizens. Oh! One last segue from the doctor to say, just remind you. A fierce right hook of comedy. (laughs) Remember, even if it's not Valentine's Day. Which it ain't now. Now, we still love you. Which is good, because if we only love you on Valentine's Day, it's too late. You deserve better. It's too late, citizen. You had your chance. Goodbye. Goodbye for now. That's why Henry VIII had that huge cod piece. He's like, we're going to play that shit. <laughs> or maybe people used to, like, stand on it. Like, on the prow of a ship. Like, the thing of a ship. <laughs> Here he comes. <laughs> Respect me, all right? <laughs>